Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. That's right. You are listening to FXE Live, and you know, like it, love it, hate it. You know you're going to listen to it because somebody out there is making us Florida's number one wrestling podcast, and it sure isn't me. Uh, I listen to me already. I don't count on the stats, and uh, but the stats say whether you love me, hate me, agree with me, don't agree with me, whatever it is, people are tuning in to see what the hell am I going to say next. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Uh, I don't blame you for being here. I don't blame you for wanting to listen to either me or JT. I really don't miss, uh, gotta be able to tell you, I, I didn't miss a beat uh, the other night. JT and I were on the air in our new studio, and that is where we're coming from. Our brand new studio, Leesburg, Florida. I want to wish everybody a great night. It's a beautiful night here, absolutely gorgeous weather tonight, and uh, we're ready. New studio, kicking it off. We're back at FXE. Everything going, folks. Everybody's been wondering, you know, listen, I know you're moving, but can't you tell us a little bit about what's going on? And, well, Judgment Day. You know, Judgment Day is coming. Everybody's asking me, what the hell do I mean by Judgment Day? (laughs) We'll get to that. We've also asked, well, what about the backlash? Well, some of Judgment Day is the backlash from 318, but that's besides the point. Uh, No, backlash is what's coming up. WWE fans, you tune in as well, not just FXE or Florida wrestling fans, but also, the WWE fans that are out there that listen to us each and every week, welcome, as we're get just in time, just in time for you to listen to JT and I give you our predictions on Backlash coming on. Uh, anybody wants to call in and give their predictions, go right ahead. Maybe we can, uh, maybe if Busy Jay's out there listening, he can give us a call in and uh, I'd like to hear some of his predictions, big wrestling guy. I know Joey Cage is busy tonight. And anybody else that really wants to go ahead, give us a call and give their predictions. Go ahead, give us a call. But I'm going to tell you right now, it is great, absolutely fantastic to be back in the saddle again. <sighs> FXE backlash has caused Jester's Judgment Day. What, what, what the hell is all that going to be about? Well, I can tell you a little bit about what it's going to be about. No. I'll tell you later. <laughs> what I am going to do is I'm going to bring in JT. I'm going to bring in Mr. Townsend, who, again, now, uh, uh, for those of you who uh forgotten what's going on, missed what went on right after the show, right after 318, and all, all that with the St. Patrick's Day hangover, you know, we made a, an executive decision here at FXE uh, in our quest to continue to go ahead and make wrestling great again. Well, the best way to make wrestling great again was to go ahead and continue to work on making FXE itself great. And in doing so, we've created this uh, team now. And to head off the team with me, my sidekick in all these podcasts that we do is now my sidekick at FXE and going to produce the shows that are coming up. And again, we'll get to that. But I am going to bring in the one, the only esteemed colleague of mine, Jason J.T. Townsend. You can find him on Twitter. <laughs> That's a whole other story. But you can find him on Twitter at Fez, F-E-Z, 437. But tonight you can find him right here on FXE Live. J.T., what's up, man? Jester, uh, what's up? I see you're full of jokes tonight, as I was trying to say. To you before we went on the air, you know, I was telling a good friend of mine, you know, we're going to do it again. Jester's going to be Jester tonight. He's going to he's gonna go off on the whole world. And, you know, I said, he does have quite a bit of diva in him. And, uh, you know, this friend of mine listens to the show, and uh, she agrees, you know, Jester the diva. So, yeah, you, you, you got to say, man, you got me on that. You had me a little worried about what you had in store for us tonight. So uh, I'll have to say that's a uh, gorilla off the back. Well, now, listen, 
I, I yes, I've been known to go on and all that. And yes, a, a diva is uh, a diva is a polite way of putting it. I'm really surprised that you did that, and I, I really do appreciate that. Uh, there are some well, people you do, that would, you know diva. You know, you think of the divas, you think you know the divas. The divas got nice legs. They got nice everything else. Well, as you have pointed out to me in the past, the beard plays. Obviously, you have something going for you. So I figured diva was a you know appropriate term for this particular situation. Well, some people call it a whining son of a bitch, a pain in the ass. Oh, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. several different other terms, and I really do appreciate that. No, and really, you know. Will I be going off? I'm sure I'm going to go off on something before the night's over. Uh, it just wouldn't be one of my podcasts in general without some sort of rant or some sort of complaint. But for the most part, no, right. everything is great. Honestly, uh, that's what I love. I love. I call it messing with Sasquatch. I love messing with JT. And I had them all worried that I was going to tear into the world and not really tear into the world, but uh, just reiterate exactly um, – <laughs> Anyone who I'm knows seeing. you would not be surprised. Okay. Anyone who knows you would not be surprised if you tore into the world. And uh, you may call it messing with Sasquatch, but just remember, as somebody said a long time ago, way back in in, in the movies in Hollywood, when yeah. you play with fire, Scarecrow, you're going to get burned. Mm-hmm. Just remember that. Yeah, I know. And you know how many people love to see me go up in flames. And uh, well, you know what? Speaking of up in flames, I mean, you know, you, yeah. we, you know, we keep talking about that. I can't wait yes. for up in flames. I can't wait well, for that. That's going to be fantastic. It is going to be fun, and it is going to be again. You know, a lot of people have wondered what's going on, and that's what we'll get to later on in the show. I want to get WWE out of the way, and sure, oh, look, sure enough, we've got uh, Busy J on the line. So why don't we talk WWE for a little Ooh. bit? We've got Busy. Busy J, the one, the only. Remember him? I remember him. Oh wow, Busy J. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. I remember him from a long time ago. Where's he been? I mean, has he been Busy J? Yeah, Busy J from back in the day, if you will. From back in the day, hanging out with Joey Cage. Oh my lord! And uh, no, seriously, folks. Uh, he is he he really is he's learned he, he's really a big wrestling fan and I couldn't think of uh, anybody better that's great I'm glad he's called in and uh, let's get him on here so that we can go ahead and talk about everything coming up the the recent shows that have been Raw and SmackDown and what's coming up on Backlash then uh, we can get to Judgment Day possibly me tearing into somebody. Stick around. You know, I'll tell you what, for those of you who might want to hear me tear into somebody, stick around because it is probably likely. Those of you who... Very likely. Yeah, those of you... Yeah, very likely. Um, Those of you who want to hear more about the Up in Flames match because, well, uh, yeah, we are getting ready. Uh, We've got more to go. Uh, After my learning experience, that first show, you can bet your bottom dollar... We're going to blow the roof off this friggin' place uh, at this next show. So we've got that to talk about. But you know what? We're going to blow something up. Yeah, we're going (laughs) to. Something's going to blow off. I mean, that's that's a given at this point. It was funny. I was talking to somebody today. And and, uh, Busy, I know you're holding on the line. We'll get to you in a second there, my friend. Um, I was talking to somebody today known me for a while and I said well let me ask you something what did you think my second because I, I, I finally explained some of the plans for the second show and you know he, he was blown away obviously and he's like that's just great I go well let me ask you something a- after that first show what did you really think was going to happen and he was like no I know you and I kind of figured you this is you you know where you, there's times when in sports a statement game right okay right yeah this is this the second show is a is definitely a statement game oh. uh for FXE and myself FXA. so it's and going now, to be fun would you say it's accurate would you say it's accurate then that if someone tells you you can't do something you're pretty much going to do it well, I am, uh, yeah, I, I am sure I can be clinically uh, 
uh, evaluated to be oppositional defiant as it is. And and I'll tell you what, we don't really have to go much further than probably getting my poor mother on the air to answer that question uh, as it is. (laughs) Well, you know what, then? I just got one thing to say to you. You can't give JT a million dollars. You can't. You just can't. You just can't do it, huh? I'll work on it. See, as you try and progress in life, you try and learn new things. You know, if there is no change, there will be no change. So, oh, um, well, getting all philosophical on us on FXE Live. Okay, okay. Hey, like listen, it. you know, you got to do what you got to do when I'm talking to you. I understand that, you know. You're coming at me oh with a million God. dollars. Bad news, Brian. Yeah, you're coming at me with with this million dollar crap, and I've got to listen. I got to start breaking out the big guns. Unfortunately uh, for me, I am quick of wit, okay, and wise ass of tongue at any given moment. And uh, fortunately for me, I had the proper comeback real quick. Let's get let's get busy on here. Let's, let's get, get busy on here. Yeah, let, let's get busy up in here. Busy. Busy. What's up, my man? Not much, fellas. Uh, congrats on the recent success of FFB. Man, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. And it's good to be back. It's good to be back on the air and in our new location, man. I'll tell you, we're ready for a lot of fun. Got to ask you something. Uh, you know, just right off the bat, you've been watching the uh, wrestling lately. Give me your overall take. Sorry. Let's start with Raw. Okay, and then JT and I will give commentary uh, to what you have to say about Raw, and then we'll go to SmackDown, and then we'll get some uh, backlash predictions. How's that? Oh, sounds good. Let's do it. And as you can hear, Jay, uh, busy. Uh, where are you calling from tonight uh, in Manhattan? I'm, where are you, Manhattan or uh, from, Brooklyn? I'm in Manhattan. I'm in the heart of Times Square. Nice. On a nice hot day. We finally, we finally have some of you guys weather. Up here, so it's a beautiful day out here. Minus what Brooklyn did last night. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn did something last night. Well, they gave the number one pick to Boston. I mean, that's that's something. Please, please tell me, please tell me they're not coming for you, busy. Please tell no, me no, they're coming no, no, no. for you. All right, not folks. Yet, not this yet. Is... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, here we go. Hey, here's breaking news: Busy J getting arrested live on the Justice Show. <laughs> no, hey, man, it's it good all. to have you. It's good to have you. But, yeah, no, let me ask you something. Let's start with Raw. Let's start with Raw. What do you like about what's going on right now? Let's start with what you like. The only thing I would say that I like about Raw right now is probably the Miz. I'm upset that Strowman's hurt, and he's going to be out until the midsummer. So that derails what he had going on, because I believe he would have faced Brock Lesnar at Great Balls of Fire, which is a horrible name for a pay-per-view, but we'll talk about that later. I don't like the whole... You don't like it? You like it? No, I mean, it just depends on what kind of match you have. I mean, you know, if you had some kind of up in in flames match, you'd be a fancy Great Balls of Fire. It'd be fantastic. (laughs) I mean, it It just depends on how you do it. Well, and what are they going to do with it? Are they going to set somebody's balls on fire? I mean, why would you name it like that? I mean, unless you're going to do something. See, our Up in Flames match, no, I'm dead serious, though. I mean, we call it the Up in Flames match because somebody's going to go up in flames that night. Now, you call it Great Balls of Fire, okay? You either better have Jerry Lee Lewis coming back from the grave or setting somebody's balls on fire. Hey. Why do I have the feeling that if somebody's balls are getting set on fire, gold dust is the one that's going to volunteer for that? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Don't Ask, Don't Tell wrestling program, folks, brought to you by the Rainbow Network. Thank you. Um, oh. Hey. Oh, no, that, like, that kind of down here in Dallas, I love it. That pay-per-view is here in Dallas. So, you know, maybe we'll have to get a little live coverage from that, but – you know, you're you're talking about Braun Strowman. How do we know that that's actually a legitimate injury? Did he maybe he failed a wellness exam? Who knows? Oh no, they're not shy on putting that out there, though. The wellness part. Uh, are they? Do they put uh, it out question, there about everyone? Well, they did put I, out for Roman, and Roman is their biggest guy. So if they put out for Roman, no one's you know exempt from that. Yeah, Vince Vince wants okay, him so to be their guy so bad. It's surprising that it even did make it out. To be honest with you. That's a good point. So, 
so busy, you're saying basically right now the Miz is all Raw's got going for it? No, wait, I was going to say Alexa Bliss. I love what they're doing with Alexa Bliss. You know, for years, all we kept hearing about is the four horse women of the WWE and NXT. But if you look at what Alexa's done in not even a full year, I would say from like January to now, she's already captured the title in both shows and she's, you know, put herself as the number one female wrestler right now. I think she's ahead of Charlotte because of booking wise. I hate what SmackDown's doing with Charlotte. Okay. Now I have to ask you, Busy, because it's been a while since we've talked, but answer this for me. Uh, riddle me this, Batman. Who, which woman hasn't won the championship on Raw? True. It would have to be Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Nia yeah. Jax. That's it. That's all you got. Everybody else has held that title at some point. Uh, probably the most worthless title in sports entertainment at, the, at this stage. Uh, everybody's held it. Everyone's gotten a turn to carry it around. It's almost like it's some sort of accessory these days for some kind of photo shoot, uh, more so than the title. Uh, you know, to me, and then and then I'm I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. You got a fatal five way coming up. So what's next? A terrible ten way, or I mean, I mean, what what's going on with WWE? Is it this watered down at this point that that basically the best thing that they can offer us was Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor? And I know there's a particular listener out there. Uh, he goes by the name of Joey Cage that just really hated the uh, the outcome of that match. And uh, I just want to give you a nice wave and say thanks for playing, Joey. He won again. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. I, the first person I thought of um, was Joey Cage. But, yeah, no, now all of a sudden he beats Finn Balor, too. Uh, it, it's I, – I, I think that that's going to be the thing that really the WWE universe is going to continue to – it doesn't help if you're being force-fed – Roman Reigns all the time. That's not going right. to help uh, get him uh, loved by the fans. Well, but we'll do you one better. He beats Undertaker at WrestleMania, fan favorite. Now he's beating Finn Balor, fan favorite. That's really going to endear him to the uh, WWE universe. And again, you know, what people don't understand is that's, that is part of it. See, whether it's good or bad, it's still publicity. There's going to be people, you, uh, you, gotta ha- you can't have everybody liked on the show either. Yeah. I, can see, I can see what Vince is doing with it. I can see what he's doing with it because, yeah, this is the, it's just not going to happen. They're not going to like that kid. Should they? No, my yeah, they should. My, I'm gonna say my problem with my problem with Raw is this, the two major heels in Raw are the mm-hmm. Miz and the WWE Universe, and that's a problem. You can't have the crowd be the heels. There's no like wow, there's no one really good. to like. There's really no one out there to like really you know get behind besides the Miz that as a natural heel. I think they need to either make Roman Reigns or Dean Ambrose turn heel immediately to get some heat going because I really feel like SmackDown. It's caliber. It's like it's the, you know they're running leaps around them in terms of like booking wise, not ma- not just quality matches, but booking is like miles ahead of some um, raw. JT, how do you feel about that whole what, what Busy just said about Ambrose? Would you like to see Ambrose turn heel? Honestly, I think we've seen Ambrose a little bit of both over his over his career. At this point, Ambrose is one of those guys I've completely tuned out. Uh, he's on that in that Dolph Ziggler kind of feel where you know he's not going to get the chance. You know he's not going to really get much of a push. Um, turning him heel, would that do anything for him? At this stage, no. I, I think you need to get the only thing that's going to do anything for that guy is putting Shield back together. All right. So, you know, you, we've, we've kind of alluded to the whole – Five, uh, the five-man challenge here, the five, uh, fate of five. Um, Rollins, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns. I'll ask you. Uh, I'll ask you, uh, Busy Jay. You're the guest uh, tonight. Who do you have out of those five to challenge for Brock, against Brock Lesnar? Conventional wisdom would have you say uh, it'd be Roman Reigns. However. I'm going to throw a monkey wrench at that. We're talking about the pay-per-view being called Great Balls of Fire. It has to be Bray Wyatt. They did a disservice for him, taking the, the world championship off his belt and putting him on Raw. 
and really not give him a feud to go behind. I think Bray, because it makes sense for Bray to go against Brock right now, something different, something fresh, because I really think they're going to try to separate Lesnar and Romans until next year's WrestleMania. That's when we're going to get that rematch one-on-one match. So I think I'm going to have to say Bray. I can't see anybody else right now. It'll be too soon to put Roman Reigns, and the fans will, again, two major heels, the Miz and the fans, you don't want that. Hmm. Hmm. JT, who are you looking at? Well, uh, before I answer that, I have a question for both of you. What mm-hmm. happened to the uh, whole the champion has to defend the title once, at least once every 30 days to keep the belt? Because I'm sorry, I haven't even seen Brock Lesnar since uh, WrestleMania. So, yeah, well, first that got pushed to What's going on with yeah, what the hell is going on with that? But I guess if I look at that, the only guy that you can really build a legitimate uh, title match with at this point is Roman Reigns. I don't, I don't see anyone else being uh, them being able to make a legitimate match out of that and someone that can get in there with Brock Lesnar and work with Brock Lesnar. So I'm going to say it's Roman Reigns. Well, and, and, you know, unfortunately, sometimes the waters are a little muddied as to who's really a – a heel or a face and all that. And like Brock Lesnar, is he really a heel? I mean, I I don't understand. A lot of people seem to be upset when he lost to Goldberg for a heel. Right. He'll be cheered. He'll be cheered in that match against Roman Reigns. So, because that does play into who's going to win that fatal five way. And, And if you've got Brock Lesnar, the heel, well, then now you're looking at, Roman Reigns, Rollins, Finn Balor. If you got him as a face, well, then now you can put Samoa Joe in there. Now you're talking about two big boys. Now you're talking about a good size matchup, which same with Bray Wyatt would be. You know but why my it question won't be Bray is Wyatt this: Samoa Joe. Pardon me. You know why it won't be either one of those two guys? Because the WWE universe wants it to be. Yep. It, that's, that's exactly why it won't be. Well, here's what I'm thinking, though. What is Brock Lesnar? He's the beast incarnate. So now he would need to go against what? The other beast, Finn Balor. Hmm. What about that kind Ooh. of matchup? Where you have the beast that'd... versus the beast. See, Finn Balor, the man, wouldn't be able to go into the ring with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. But will the beast mm-hmm. Balor be able to? I'll, I'll defer to Busy first on that. Busy, you take that first. I'll, I'll chime in after you. I, I, Again, you know, back to the name of the pay-per-view, I think we do need some kind of element like that. A mysterious, you know, a demonic kind of element. So I can see that. Have the Demon King face Brock Lesnar and not the regular mm-hmm. Finn Balor. Okay, that's right. Okay, let me ask. Let me ask you guys this: What usually happens after guys disappear for a long period of time and come back? It's usually a a, a face or a heel change. Who's to say that uh, they don't put Roman Reigns in that match and they put uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar the face? Because if you don't consider Roman Reigns a heel, you don't have him come out the night after he retired the, Wrestle, the Undertaker at WrestleMania talking about this is my yard now and mocking the crowd. You want him to be a heel. And Brock Lesnar's been getting cheered in some of his matches. So why not? We've seen Brock the face before. Why not bring him out as the face? Long-term layoff, bring him back as a face. I like that idea, but here's why it won't work. Because of the beating that Roman took to Strowman a couple of weeks after he beat the Undertaker. The whole ambulance thing flipped mm-hmm. over. That kind of derailed the whole, you know, this is my yard kind of thing right now. Because let's be, let's be honest, he only injured Braun Strowman with a couple of steel chairs to the elbow. Nothing as convincing as what Strowman did to him. So that's why it wouldn't work mm-hmm. right now. So, obviously, right now. well, obviously, we've talked Roman Reigns, we've talked Samoa Joe, we've talked Finn Balor, we've talked Bray Wyatt. You know what that means. It's going to be Seth Rollins. Pretty much. (laughs) No, you know, here's I've got a percentage question for the two of you. Okay. Okay. And now this time I'll go with my co-host first and then to you, Busy. 
The show this Sunday is in Chicago. Give me a percentage chance of seeing CM Punk at the show this weekend. All right, I'll answer that in two ways. You have 100% chance of seeing CM Punk sign. You have a 0% chance of seeing CM Punk the person. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Busy? I'm going to say there's a 10% chance. It is in Chicago. You know, a lot of UFC fighters are crapping all over CM Punk, talking about what a disgrace it was for MMA to have him there. Maybe, you know, I'm, I'm still giving out hope that maybe, you know, we've seen Vince burn a lot of bridges and mend them back. I'm giving it a 10% chance because you just never know. This is professional wrestling. You never know. I uh, I would say I would call it mm, 50-50. I think the chances are pretty really? good Whoa. that he would come back. Yeah, you know why? Did you steal Joey's Corona from him? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, actually, I have. uh, We had a great Cinco de Mayo, actually, and uh, the lime drop. But, oh, yeah, we had fun. We had fun. Couldn't complain. Uh, We went over to Jester Island and threw back a couple Coronas. Um, But, yeah, no, uh, why, why not? Why not? Where is he going and what's any mention of anything good coming from him and, and going back to MMA. There is none. There's well, nothing there for him. They don't want him. They don't want him. So let me piggyback that question by saying, does that mean Vince feels he's in a position of power over CM Punk at this point? Whereas let's say a year ago, it was more the ball was in CM Punk's court on whether he would ever want to come back. You know, you know how Vince is. Does that mean now that Vince has him over the barrel? Uh, I'd say that it, at least it's evened it out that there is no uh, clear cut who has the power anymore over each other. At this point, they can really even for it be it would be mutually beneficial to both if they went ahead and settled their difference. Punk needs McMahon about as much as McMahon needs Punk at this point, in my eyes. Yeah, I second that. I have to go. I have to say that's where we're at. And it's funny because, you know, um, we're talking about a guy in in CM Punk uh, that crossed both lines. He he was a wrestler and, and now tried the MMA. And it's funny because... We've seen that before in, in cases. And matter of fact, uh, I'm happy to announce, and I'm glad that Busy's here on the line. Hopefully, Busy, when we have him on, uh, you can call in and uh, get a question or two oh. in there as well. Okay. But uh, I'm really, really happy to announce, and this is something that I've been waiting to break out since we've been getting ready for this new show. And the only reason I got to be honest with you, I wanted to have him on tonight. And because it is truly our first FXE show in the new studio, I wanted to make sure everything sounded proper and everything's working fine so that when we have him on, okay, we won't have any problems. So we're looking at more than likely it's going to be for this Saturday folks. And this is for all wrestling fans, all MMA fans. Um, we're going to be joined this weekend, and I'll tell you after the commercial. Folks, FXC Live is brought to you by FantasyJesterSports.com, Blog Talk Radio, Deep Obsession Charters, West Palm Beach, and BreadFromYourBed.com along with the Land Metalcraft 84 Lumber, and one of our newest ones, they're getting ready, they're getting their website up and going, bookfloridadiving.com. If you want to go on a great dive anywhere all over the state of Florida, bookfloridadiving.com is going to be your place to go to book all kinds of dives, whether it's a shark dive, a reef dive, a wreck dive. You want to see a a sunken boat? You want to see a sunken plane? 
What do you want to see? BookFloridaDiving.com is going to be able to help you. They're getting their website all up and running. And once they are up and running, we'll go ahead and have uh, the owner on and uh, give you a, uh, give you a little insight into what's going on as we go ahead and get ready for some of the shows that are going on. Remember folks, you can hear us not just here on blog talk radio. Thank you for joining us here, but also on the website, fantasyjestersports.com. Now FXE live is out there on this site. It's on iTunes under fantasy justice show. If you pull up on the, on iTunes, you can find the show, but did you know if you go get the Fantasy Jester Show app, you have access to YouTube, to all the any uh, article that comes out, all the podcasts, all the announcements. Go to AppMaker A P P M A K R dot com AppMaker dot com. Go on there, look for Fantasy Jester Show. Get yourself the app. It doesn't matter if you have Android or an iPhone. We're set up for both. Makes it real easy. This way we're right there. You can get all the information on all the areas that we're out there on. Like I said, YouTube or the the articles, these podcasts and more. Okay, go get yourself the app. As we continue to grow, as we continue to bring you more guests, we're going to continue with a lot more sponsors. People really are starting to listen to. We have become internationally known. This is a beautiful thing we have going, and we want to thank all of you, the fans. As we get ready now to bring you the second half of the show, I'm going to bring in JT. We're going to bring in Busy J. We have a big announcement for all of you to listen. JT, Busy J., I am happy to announce that on Saturday's show, and if it's not going to be this Saturday, it'll be the following Saturday, but right now we're setting things up for this Saturday, unless something pops up, you know how it is in the show business world. Sometimes there's a delay or something. Uh, I'm happy to announce that we're going to have Ken Shamrock on the show this Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm really... I'm excited because Ken, you know, he was once billed the baddest man on the planet, the most dangerous man on the planet, okay? And he has experience both in MMA and with WWE that I I can't wait to talk to him about. And, you know, as I was watching, you know, I I watched Ken growing up and and was able to go ahead. Uh... The idea is this. I saw him get upset at Tito Ortiz in an MMA bout. And I, I want to ask him now, you know, uh, yeah, because he, he, he was pissed over. Uh, Tito had made fun of one of the guy's shirts, okay? So, uh, and Ortiz jumped in. I mean, uh, Shamrock jumped in and all that, and they had to be separated. They never really got to each other. I'm dying to find out, was that real or was that a work? You know, it's stuff like that I want to ask him about. Of if there's any part mm-hmm. of the MMA that's a work as well. And so, you know, it's going to be a great time, a great guest for us to he's have. Not, I'm he's sorry? not afraid to speak his mind. He's not afraid to speak his mind. That's for damn sure. No, it's uh, it's uh, the Larry Zabisco uh, interview, right. uh, folks. If you any of you missed that, go on those places that I told you about in the commercial. Go check out the Larry Zabisco uh, interview. Well, Absolutely fantastic. Is, he's a great guy. Yeah. First of all, he Larry. Is, yes, sir. He's a no, great. No, go ahead. Yeah, continue with Larry. No, Larry, Larry, first of all, he was a great guy and a great guest. He he gave a lot of good stuff in wrestling and some very funny stuff, too. But you can just tell what a good man. He's just a good guy. I I love talking to him. And uh, hopefully maybe we can get him on the show again uh, down the road. Get him on again. Now, now, I have to ask. I got to ask, you know, if if we're going to get Larry back, we got to get one of my other favorite guests who – calls it how he sees it uh, one johnny knockout uh would be another show that if you'd like to go back i mean and really if you don't know who johnny knockout is if this guy ever develops an opinion about anything 
He's going to be dangerous. <laughs> He's dangerous already. You kidding? Uh, Seriously. No. So, no, uh, busy. Uh, talking Ken Shamrock, though, uh, hopefully you'll be able to go ahead and maybe make the show uh, this weekend. Definitely. And, again, folks, I'm trying for this weekend. It's all up to Ken's. I, I was talking to his personal assistant, and he was trying for this weekend, but it might be the following weekend. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to FXE right. uh, uh, Foreign Extreme Entertainment. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that personal assistance number after the show because you know with you sending me off uh, on location to be at a particular baseball game this Saturday, uh, you know I'm not gonna be around to enjoy that interview. So I may try to have to find a way to get that delayed. Maybe I need to pull the uh, the old fire alarm in school type thing and get that test delayed a little bit. Well, and what I can do, yeah, exactly. We'll see. I was I'm being held, you know. I'm happy to have him on. I just don't know when, and that's uh, that's going to be <laughs> when you have the opportunity to have Ken Shamrock on. Uh, I, I just was like, "What day can we do it?" And she was like, "Well, uh, we can try and do it for this Saturday." She goes, "You do Saturday podcast?" Uh, I had asked if he wanted to do live or pre-recorded. She's like, "He has no problem doing live." I was like, "Beautiful." <laughs> I have no problem doing live either. Isn't no. that strange? No. That is, that's something new for you anyway. But. So, you know, and so is holding back. So it should be a beautiful show. Um, no, I want, here's the show I want. I want the show with me, Johnny Knockout, Larry Zabisco, and Ken Shimrock on the, on the same show. This should be a wonderful show. Maybe we can get Taz in here too. It would, do they allow the ratings to go to X at that point, or, or, or are we already as far as low as we can get it? Yeah, no, we're as low as you can get. We've uh, It has this big uh, – I noticed one thing on Blog Talk Radio, too, now. It has this big tag on it going, explicit. We're dirty people. Watch out. We really are. Awful, awful. Um, but, yeah, awful. so, folks, we're looking forward to Ken Shamrock coming on. And uh, we'll get that underway over these next couple of days. And like I said, it'll be out there on Florida Extreme Entertainment Facebook page, the Fantasy Jester uh, Facebook page, or Fantasy Jester on Twitter. Busy J, what else you got, man? Yes, what, what's, what, give me another prediction. Give me another prediction on this week's show that maybe somebody isn't talking about. Now, and what I mean is, Let's take a look at the matches real quick, okay? Because you got Orton, Jinder Mahal. You've got Kevin Owens, AJ Styles. Nakamura versus uh, Ziggler. You got the Usos versus Brizango. I don't even know why. Um, and uh, no, I don't. Um, Naomi, Charlotte, Becky versus Nat- Natalia, Carmella, okay, and Snooker. Uh, you got Corbin versus uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, Sami Zayn's like a whore. They just throw him around to everybody. <laughs> no, he really is. I mean, everybody gets a turn at Sami Zayn. Uh, that is the best description of a whore I know. Um, and then you got Luke Harper. Why do I see that explicit rating flashing as we speak? Isn't it good to have that just in case crap like that? Blow, uh, you know, hey, listen, like I said, you never know what's going to come out. You know, people really wonder, is, is this, I got to ask you something, sir? Yes. Uh, uh, can, I, can I ask you, is your show, is it scripted? Do you practice your show or is it just on the fly? Um, no, basically, folks, it's uh, how shit comes out my mouth at any given time. Uh, there's very, I try and uh, script as little as possible as I can. And I think that that, the sense of not knowing uh, what the hell's going to happen next makes it just a little bit more exciting for the fan. It makes it exciting yeah. for me. And I know for JT, yeah. that must make it very exciting, definitely not knowing yeah. what what train wreck possibly lies right around the corner. What train wreck lies around the corner, but the excitement for the gesture is he doesn't even know what kind of shit's going to fly out of his mouth from, the, from time to time at this point. So, yeah, it, it's, it's uh, you know, we're lost, but we're making good time, so. 
Now, hey, listen, you know, it's the idea of this. We're going ahead. We're doing the show, okay? And the randomness, though, really has rhyme or reason. And the best part is there's no hesitation. You can listen to somebody, and they have their scripted stuff, and they'll still, if they're god-awful on the mic, they're still E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-
all the pay-per-views went to shit. There's nothing there's no amazing. There's nothing, yeah. There's nothing that you go, I don't want to miss this. There's no. nothing. There's nothing that you go on a Monday and you're all talking about it to your friends and there is, there's nothing to go to the friend that didn't watch and go, you have no idea what you missed yesterday, man. You didn't see that? Oh, my God. You know what they did? They did this. Or they did that. But you know what, um, and, and what, what JT said earlier about the ratings? You know what a lot of people I know that, that love wrestling, you know what they do now? They wait till it hits YouTube and watch the clips of the highlights or who the WWE thing is highlight worthy. And that's how they that's how they watch the wrestling now. So it's really bad, like you said, with the ratings. Okay, that's that's fair. I mean, I record on the DVR and watch it at four times speed, so I can get it done in about six and a half minutes. But with the money that WWE has, you know, you talk about how. First of all, I'm tired of hearing that it's all been done. No, it hasn't been done. B, it's impossible to all have been done. When you have well, never done the budget, balls on fire match. that's true. We could be setting balls on fire match. And, uh, but when you have that budget, when you have that budget, how do you have it so damn vanilla? How are you not coming up with the next holy shit moment? See, we're, we're okay. We're obviously not going to be working with a WWE budget, but we're about to set somebody on fire at our show. Yes, we are. We're about to set somebody on fire, folks, at our show, and we don't have one one-hundredth the WWE budget. So how lazy is WWE creative at this point, you know, we talk about everything that's going on. Go ahead. They don't need to be. You're getting there. They know they're going to get their nine ninety nine a month from ten billion people. They don't need to create. I mean, let's be honest. This past WrestleMania was the worst WrestleMania I've ever seen, hands down, bar none. Wasn't even close. The following night, Raw was terrible. Okay, yeah, they don't need to be was. creative anymore. They know what kind of money they're going to get. They don't need to go out and do anything extravagant uh, and maybe pump that budget up a little bit to get people to buy that $80 pay-per-view. So, so you know, you don't have to. You don't, don't break. You know, don't, you know, don't fix it if it didn't broke. I was going to say real quick, I heard, if you really look at the landscape of wrestling, there's no new fans. Is he, is he, everybody who's already a wrestling fan, they're not, they're not really catering to a new fan. And that's the problem with WWE. They know they got us by the balls. They got us paying a nine ninety nine each month. So they don't really have to give us their best product. They can stretch this out. You know, this is, this is why the last two WrestleMania have been awful. Because they're not really catering to anybody new. That's why, like, having a shop at WrestleMania last, the last WrestleMania would have been perfect because you're going to start bringing in people. Bring in Gronk. You get new eyeballs to the product, and that's the problem. They, they're not trying to get new eyeballs. New eyes, okay, but it's not not just the new eyes, though, Busy. You're, you're, getting, you're getting disgruntled fans with the product itself. You're getting podcasts. We're not the only podcast talking about stuff like this now. Now it's really becoming a problem. And you, But you look at this. Look at this pay-per-view that's coming. Look at it and go, where is the rivalry? Randy Orton, Jinder mm. Mahal, there's no past. Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, not a great rivalry built. Nakamura versus Ziggler, where, you know. No rivalry. Usos, yeah. Bruzengo. Um, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn. Well, there's one people are dying to see because there's well, yeah. so much bad blood between the two. <laughs> Jester, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you know, before we go past, you brought up a name, and it kind of caught me a reminder here. Uh, and Busy J, you chime in on this as well after. What are your thoughts on Randy Orton taking a shot at independent indie wrestlers, basically? Oh, yeah. I'm about that. Good. Uh, Busy, I'll let you go ahead and talk about that, and then I'll, I want to talk about it and get the show wrapped up. So real quick, Busy, uh, what did you think about that? 
I thought Randy was a little out of line, especially because, you know, a lot of indies, they do a, a lot. There's a lot of great indie wrestlers out there. And I feel like indies is the new mainstream where a lot of, you know, a lot of a lot of guys are we found indie wrestling because we're not happy with the WWE product. And I think Randy, you know, owed them a little more than what he said. You know, my, my esteemed colleague, and that's fair enough, uh, and I see it as a little different, and I'm about to give that. Uh, Busy Jay, thanks so much for joining us tonight, my friend. Uh, it's care, always buddy. a pleasure talking wrestling with you, and uh, we look forward to having you on again real soon, brother. Likewise. You have a great night. God bless. Tell you, folks, I was Busy Jay. You can go ahead and read his articles on FantasyJesterSports.com. He is over at Double G Sports. He is a little bit everywhere. Go find him on Twitter. Yeah, B-I-Z-Z-J. That's right. B-I-Z-Z-Y-J at Twitter. Um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because it does kind of tie into what I'm talking about yeah, with at my end and it's funny that i'm not going to be liked for what i'm about to say but it's the truth i understand what randy orton is saying about indy now i know it at the top it's i'm not going to be popular for saying that but listen to me it's not so much the workers i people interpreted that he was taking it out on the workers no he was telling you how vanilla the shows are, how, how there's little preparation in the local indie show. Now, listen, that was the same damn thing I was saying months ago. Is right. that there right. is better for the indie shows. I, I don't think it was so much a reflection of the indie worker. because I, and, I, and I know one thing. It isn't a reflection of 90% of the Florida indie worker because no, I've had a chance to either see them live, see video, or have them now on a show, and I know their work ethic, okay? So I right. think he was talking about the promoters, about the shows themselves. The promoters aren't making their shows interesting for their workers. Now, and that's part of what we want to bring for FXE, as we're talking about Judgment Day, well, Judgment Day is this, okay, folks? You know, a lot has gone on since 318, since St. Patrick's Day, and everybody will be judged accordingly. Remember one thing, you know, a bunch of people have said, well, that was their first show, what's their second show, what are their plans, this, that, the other, and that's all great, you know. But understand one thing, at the other end, okay, you too were being judged. Who handled it professionally? Who handled themselves professionally before the show, during the show, after the show? Who handles themselves properly on Facebook, on Twitter? Who has treated me and my family well? See, that wasn't just a trial and error in the first show of me learning. That was everybody who worked that night. That was your first show with us, learning what we're looking for. Folks, Judgment Day has come. There are some that are going to be asked to come back to that second show, and there's going to be some that are not going to be back at that show, won't be asked. And it's real simple, okay? Were you good to us? Did you do your job? Were you professional in your job? How did you handle your job did you do your job because understand this each and every one of the fans that are out there okay fxe that people have wondered if that was one and done and we've gone over that everybody now knows no uh, there's no chance in hell that was happening and that we're getting ready for the second show the second show will be coming in october there'll be more details we're working on making it a three-day event because again we will be making wrestling great again. Nothing has changed from before. I know some of you have missed the podcast. Some of you have been wondering what's going to happen with a live show and all that stuff, okay? Here I am to tell you. Judgment Day has come. Judgment Day has passed. Now, who's going to be with me and JT and the rest of the gang? 
exactly the professionals that we're looking for. If you did not handle yourself as a professional that night, you won't be there for the next show. Simple as that. And I don't care. And I really don't care. I just want to move on and have a happy time and have a happy show. For those of you who can't be happy and put on a good show, you won't be there. We've got three days. And at the end of those three days, we have up in flames. We're going to be bringing matches that haven't been done before. We've got creative going on all different angles for these shows. You will not be able to predict the show. You will not know the endings to these shows. And you will see things at these shows that you haven't seen before. That's what Randy Orton's talking about. All these vanilla-ass promoters with zero creativity, okay? Ain't nothing changed about how I feel about the other promoters Love you guys. You're doing what you can. But what you can has you where you can only ask for $8 at the door, $10 at the door. Let me pay my worker a hot dog. Let me pay the workers $10 gas. And that's fine. For those of you who want to do that, for those of you who might have worked the show and feel that you're better suited for the $20 show, have fun, good luck, we wish you the best. For those of you who would like to be a professional and who want to make some real money in this sport and go out there and really challenge the big dogs in this sport, they will be back. They will be at the second show. They have made it clearly known to me how happy they are to be part of that show. And those people, the names are going to be released in the coming show, we've got a bunch of announcements to make regarding this. Judgment Day has come. Judgment Day is coming. See, we've got a three-day event that's going to be beautiful. If you're a wrestling fan, this is going to be great. The wrestling fans going to love it. If you're the workers out there, you're going to love working it. We've got a fun three days planned right around Halloween. You can imagine what we're going to come up with. For some of you to do, we're going to have a ball. For the other promoters out there, we're your nightmare. I'm clearly your friggin' nightmare. Don't lose sight of that. This is show business. This isn't show friends. We've said it before. JT has said it. It is a great quote from a movie. This is show business, not show friends. Folks, we're going to put on one hell of a show for you guys. People are right. People have been wondering, what the hell is Jester coming up with? What I'm coming up with is I've got JT on my right side. I'm going to be announcing a WWE, former WWE wrestler, as the guy working my men and ladies in the back, making sure that they're okay, setting things up. We're going to have a light show like you haven't seen before, like was supposed to be at the first show, only it's going to be my lights. We're going to have a full metal stage at the next show. We have gone ahead and revamped pretty much everything so that we can go ahead and make wrestling great again. JT and I are proud that we're going to be able to bring a show of this type of quality to all the good fans and the good workers in the state of Florida. This has been FXE Live. Don't forget, Ken Shamrock, uh, either this weekend, next weekend, pay attention for that. That's going to be a fantastic, fantastic interview. Don't forget, we have FXE Live next week, next Wednesday, same time. I am the jester. I'm out of here. Thanks for joining. Next week, our guest will be, I'm not telling. You'll have to stay tuned. FXE Live, Florida's number one wrestling podcast. I am the Jester, and we're out.
One shot. One opportunity. Seize everything you ever wanted. One moment. Did you capture? 